And we're live. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another Righteous Dad podcast. I am your host, Brian Scoggins, a.k.a. Gunny. And with me today is my co-host and good friend, Andrew Pratt. And here at, here at Righteous Dad podcast, we're committed to bring to you people, books, and stories that not only inspire, but can give you tools for you to live a more righteous life. Um, how's it going? Going good, man. How are you doing today? Uh, I am doing fantastic. Motivated to be here and just doing what we're doing. Uh, looks like you had uh, a couple of goal attainments behind you. Uh, looking pretty awesome. Looks like uh, you got a dinosaur in the background. Yeah, I actually killed that dinosaur for this podcast. Had to had to sacrifice its life. Yeah, well, Chris Pratt's going to be pissed off if he hears about that. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that new Jurassic Park coming out. Uh, I think this month or next month. I don't know. Thought it was coming up this month with uh, Maverick as well. I uh, haven't seen that one yet either, which I'm looking forward to. So, uh, you seen any movies you talking, uh, recently? You talk, you talk about the new the new Top Gun movie, huh? Is that, that mine was, or yours? That was me. That was my. <laughs> that was me hitting the gong. That was me hitting the gong real quick. So yeah, a little blooper. Uh, you know. But, yeah, I saw. Um, I, I took my kids to see Sonic. I don't. I don't get to see any good adult movies anymore in, in these, these days. It's always with the kids. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. We got that news. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey being the bad we, guy. Um, yeah, Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. yeah, brings me back to my childhood. I was like a, a Jim Carrey super fan when I was my kid's age. So yeah, last time I did a little impression purple, purple. of Fire Marshal Bill on episode number one. You know, hey, let me show you something. But the best one was back when he was on In Living Color, and he was that. Um, I don't know if it was a Russian or Ukrainian bodybuilder that was like the best one where he's like hey you know what I mean? he's got the pigtails and he, was a, he was like a, he was like a female bodybuilder yeah he's a female bodybuilder steroids. we should bring that stuff back nowadays when it's all this kind of craziness of uh you know men uh transgender women sorry sorry don't mean to get anybody triggered but transgender women uh winning all these competitions man i think it'd be awesome to have a couple more Jim Carrey skits nowadays, or if he was a special guest on Saturday Night Live, but I don't think they would allow yeah. that nowadays. So, it's too, it's not politically correct enough. No, no, man, it looks good. I like the sign in the background and everything. Right, you got you got that Righteous Dad logo in the back. I'm gonna have to get something like that too. All I have is my little coffee cup, and soon, soon I need to get some swag. Get one of these cool uh, flat flat bill hats uh, with the I know, Righteous I, Dad. I, I was. I was jealous of your coffee mug, so I had to I had to one up you. You know, it's pretty crazy when you uh, when you get those Vista print and all those different business cards. It's really easy to get your swag, man. And uh, so, for the listeners and viewers, uh, whether you're uh, listening in on Spotify or viewing in uh, on YouTube, you know, hopefully we'll have some swag for you guys. If you guys want to, you guys want to rep some righteous dad stuff, it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, man, it looks really good. It looks professional. It looks a lot better than uh, the uh, the first one. So if if you could. If, if you guys go to episode one, you'll, you would see uh, kind of a, a Stephen King type looking uh, like scary window out the back. But I think that's like awesome, man. It like it, it takes out the sunlight and it, it looks good. looks real good. Yeah, I had to block out that scary window. And then that, yeah, yeah. that dinosaur head, man, that makes you look mm -hmm. smart. You know what I mean? It looks, makes you look like one of those scientists on Jurassic Park that probably gets eaten within the I first 20 minutes. Hundred percent. But I um I I had every intention on like doing books and stuff like that, and I was like, I, no I was, man, I was it should be I, it should be vial tubes of like 
uh, Tyrannosaurus <laughs> semen and the different things behind spinning <laughs> on, you know, one of those plasma separators and shit like that. That's what you should yeah. get. I, you know what I mean? And get, I can just lie and say, here's, can. here's, da- here's, get and with me is Dr. Andrew Pratt from, you know, Jurassic world. So. I'm going to get the shaving cream can that they had in Jurassic Park and put it next to it or something. Uh, you yeah, should. I, was, I, I, had, I had every intention on doing books, kind of like what you got going on. And then I saw I was at the home decor store and I saw I was like, I'm going to get that giant T-Rex skull. Yeah, all these books that's in the background, legit. I didn't read any of them. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> those are just that's just the outside sleeves of the book. 100%. Right. They're they're a lot cheaper when you just take them right off and you can run right out the store with them, you know, Barnes and Noble. That's kind of what crashed Barnes and Noble, but yeah, man. So, uh it was it was cool to reconnect you uh yesterday and kind of go over what we we're going to talk about on the second podcast given the fact that we don't uh we don't have any uh one to interview this week um because I'm going to be moving. So, I'm moving. Got the keys to the house and I'm really excited because it's got the house has got a built-in office space to be able to, to be able to do podcast stuff. But we were kind of talking about, you know, goals and goal attainment. And we kind of uh, challenged each other to come up with some talking points um, and some books and different things that kind of help us uh, attain goals and and to stay motivated. Uh, So I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit, man, and kind of lead that into the discussion and, and share and share with, uh, with you and with everybody that's listening or viewing some of the books and stuff that I've used and some tools that I've used to kind of help grow a little bit and attain a few goals um, that I have been able to. And, you know, one of the goals being is just this podcast, um, which is awesome in some of the, in some of the ways of planning it and uh, keeping ourselves accountable. So um, yeah, I wanted to kind of read a real quick uh, part of a book that uh, some of you guys and some of you listeners might've already listened to, but uh, it's by Dr. Jordan Peterson. It's called Beyond Order. It's the second book of, uh, the first one was, tw- you know, 12 Rules of Life. And this one is 12 More Rules for Life, um, which is is really awesome. But, you know, when we started talking about goal attainment and, uh, you know, seeking goals and stuff like that, um, you know, one of one of the big things he was talking about is happiness and responsibility. So I just want to read some of that. Uh and then, and we'll kind of go in that and open up some of the discussion. But so this chapter is happiness and responsibility. It says people want to be happy and no wonder. I have longed deeply many times for the return of happiness, hoping for its current presence. And I'm certainly not alone in that. However, I do not believe you should pursue happiness. For if you do, you will run right into uh, the iteration problem because happy is right now thing. If you place people in situations where they're feeling a lot of positive emotion, they get present, focused, and impulsive. This means make hay while the sun shines. Take your opportunities with things when things are good and act now. But now is by no means everything, and unfortunately, everything be considered, at least insofar as you are able. In consequence, it is unlikely that whatever optimizes your life across time is happiness. I'm not denying its desirability. By the way, if happiness comes to you, welcome it with gratitude and open arms. But be be careful because happiness might uh, make you uh, impetuous. I think I said that right. What might serve a more sophisticated alternative to happiness? This is where it gets good. Imagine it living in accordance with a sense of responsibility because that sets things right in the future. Imagine as well 
that you must act reliably, honest, honestly, nobly, and in a relationship to a higher good in order to manifest the sense of responsibility properly. Their higher good would be the simultaneous optimization of your function and the function of the people around you across time, as we discussed previously. That is the highest good. Imagine that you make aim conscious and you articulate the aim as an explicit goal. This is where it kind of goes into the goal aspect of it. Then the question arises, what is the consequences of that psychology? Or psychologically, sorry. First, consider the most of the positive emotion people experience do not come from attaining something. There's the simple pleasure, more accurately, and satisfaction that comes from having a good meal when hungry. And there is more complex but similar satisfaction that is associated with accomplishing something difficult and worthwhile. Imagine, for example, you graduate from 12th grade. Graduation day marks the event, and it's a celebration, but the next day, that is over. And you immediately face a new set of problems. Just as you are hungry again only a few hours after a satisfying meal, you are no longer king of the high school. You are at the bottom of the dog. You are the bottom dog in the workforce or a freshman or a at a post-secondary institution. You are in the position of syphysis. You strove and struggled to push the boulder up the pinnacle, and you find yourself instead at the foot of a mountain. This is, this is a good part. That's a good sentence right here. There's a near instantaneous transformation that comes from the consequence of attainment. Like impulsive pleasure, attainment will produce positive emotion, but also like pleasure, attainment is unreliable. Another question thus emerges. What is, truly reli- what is a true, truly reliable source of positive emotion? The answer is that people experience positive emotion in relationship to the pursuit of a valuable goal. Imagine you have a goal. You aim at something, you develop a strategy and the relationship to that aim, and then you implement it. And then as you implement the strategy, you observe if it's working. That is what produces the most reliable. That is what produces the most reliable, positive emotion. Imagine over time that the attitudes and actions that manage this most effectively in a competition that is very Darwinian come eventually to dominate over all others. Imagine that is true psychologically and socially, simultaneously. Imagine that this occurs in your own life, but also across the centuries as everyone interacts and talks and raises a particular mode of being to primary status. No valuable, no valuable valued goal, no positive emotion. That is just a little bit of, uh, of, of Dr. Peterson's book on, on kind of talking about um, happiness and responsibility and and how carrying carrying your cross of responsibility brings with it positive emotion. That's good stuff, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so so I mean, the thing about Jordan Peterson, man, he's so smart. Like I I feel dumb like listening to him talk sometimes. You know, he 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 kind of leaves me in the dust. But he he's really good about having an inter perspective, you know, a completely different, I mean, his, like his perspective on things is just like completely different than what most people, the way they look at things. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, it's, it's almost like he's got a complete, like, it, like he doesn't even have the same 
it's not just the same view. It's like he's got a completely different, like uh, we're using eyeglasses and he's using VR headset or something on some things, the way he looks at things. And it's just completely um, just I, I, beyond my comprehension sometimes, like listening to him talk. Yeah, I mean, for for being a clinical psychologist, it's one of those things that he had a lot of time to think about these things, you know, as a professor as well, too. Um, but when it comes to, so why I wanted to bring that up and that just little part of the book is not only to to push, you know, Jordan, Jordan Peterson's book, um, but you can also find him on YouTube and you can even find him doing his own podcast stuff now. And a lot of these things he continues to address. Um, things that are going to bring you happiness in life. And in the first podcast, you know, we had Doc Soto on and we were talking about, you know, veterans and suicide and depression and things like that. And and the reason for that is because there is no longer any mission for them to attain, right? So they attained the mission, they got out of the military, they came home and they didn't have any other valued goal or something that really called to them in order to pursue. And when you ha- when you don't have that, there is no happiness anymore, right? So everything that you try to do, you get drunk to, to attain happiness and pleasure. Uh, you go gamble, um, you do something risky that, that hits you with some adrenaline and all those things are unreliable in order to continue, you know, that happiness. So all they do is they kind of give up. And when you, when you live in that kind of a, um, a mental f- cage, um, I think a lot of times people just quit and, when it comes to veterans that are having issues and there is no more mission. So, you know, part of MVP and what we were talking about on the first episode was, was how do we keep each other accountable and how do we become part of a organization that can continue to help each other, uh, plan, attain goals and, 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 and actually look at what's important in life and try to attain it. So I think those things are super uh, super important. Uh, first, before we start talking about planning and goal seeking, because everybody has systematic ways of planning, is to understand that, you know, responsibility. And when we talk about responsibility, uh, we all have different responsibilities. You know, what are some of your responsibilities um, as a person that you've that you kind of deal with every day? You know, just being a dad, you know, I mean, personal responsibilities, uh, you know, I've, I've got my professional responsibilities uh, and, you know, my career, my career goals, lifestyle. You know, I like to do jujitsu. I like to go to the gym. I mean, I've got so many different things that I'm balancing at any given time, you know, um, but you're, you're, like what, you know, financial responsibilities, personal development you know, just, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, you know, and, and I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Like, I mean, like I, I have to give myself goals to achieve. Cause like, I find that just similar to what you were saying about military personnel that are transitioning out of the military, you know, when you don't have the mission, you don't have a goal to work towards. I mean, I've been in, you know, situations where I didn't have something that I was working towards and, and I was just, depressed, you know, and I was just lost. I felt like I didn't know what to do. Um, so definitely like having things to look forward to, like give, it gives you a reason to want to get up out of bed in the morning. You know, it gives you a reason to want to, you know, it looks, 
the reason to leave work as fast as, you know, get your work done as fast as possible. Cause I can't wait till I get off of work. I can go do this podcast with Brian or I'm going to the gym to lift. Oh, yeah. And then I'm going, you know, and then I'm going to jujitsu after I get done lifting. You know, it's like when you're, when you're, have something to look forward to and you're pursuing something. And oftentimes the pursuit of your goal is, is big, is, has a, a larger impact on you than, the actual attainment of the goal. Right. You know, I mean, what, yep. what is attainment, right? I mean, what is a goal? I mean, we could talk about that. Like, I mean, I mean, the definition of a goal, I mean, if you Google it, it's a, a goal is an idea of, uh, of the future or desired result that a person or a group of people envision plan and commit to achieve. Uh, people, people endeavor to reach goals within a finite time by setting deadlines. So a goal is an idea and then it has a, has, it has, it has a beginning and it has an end, right? Mm -hmm. So eventually you're going to get to a point where you've quote unquote, reached your goal, you know, oftentimes, but that happens quickly. And then all of a sudden it's done. So your project's done, whatever it was, whatever project you were working on, you know, if it was, if it was long-term, long-term, I mean, short-term versus long-term, you know, you had a short-term goal to achieve a certain, certain goal. You know, oftentimes you're going to learn way more in the process of achieving that goal than, right. than, you know, what you're getting out of it at the end. And you know, of course you get that dopamine hit you get, you get the reward. The reward is what you get right at the end of it. You've achieved your goal, but um, you know, oftentimes it's the, it's the, the journey along the way that, that, gives people the most pleasure and the most meaning, the most, you know, the most feeling, the biggest feeling of achievement. Right. Yeah. And you, you said it kind of good, like <clears throat> for people that are doing jujitsu and things like that, like that's, that's a huge thing because it's, when you talk about a goal set and we talk about a real valued goal, something that's not super easily or easy to attain or something that's real uh, superficial. So a lot of times in nowadays we live in uh, such a consumer culture that, you know, sometimes people have goals of attaining a million dollars or a nice car or a nice house or, uh, you know, getting 10,000 subscribers or whatever it is, right? So sometimes with those goals, once you attain them and you get them and it's like, okay, it's on to the next thing. And I'm guilty of that for sure. If any of you guys know me, I'm all over the place, man. I'm like a, I'm like a squirrel always chasing the next nut up the tree or whatever, you know what I mean? Trying to trying to get whatever. And it's sometimes when you have those goals, you attain a little bit of it and then you kind of lose focus. So I think it's important to understand um, when we talk about goals and planning, um, we're not talking about a weekly planner. You know, we're not talking about, hey, let's plan to make some more money. We're talking about a little bit deeper when it comes to what is your calling? What is your vocation in life? Um, what is the voice that called you when you were a kid that said, hey, man, what do you want to be when you grow up? And when we talk about what Jordan Peterson's talking about with happiness and responsibility is, is living in accordance with that and parallel to that, uh, what you're supposed to be doing as a person, um, that responsibility, that cross you're supposed to bear, uh, the things you're supposed to create, the people you're supposed to uh, motivate or help. Um, you brought it up earlier, uh, your responsibility as a father and how big of a deal that is and living in accordance with the, 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 the best things that you can do day in and day out to be that dad. Um, 
or the best boss you can be uh, at your business. Because yeah, you could be a good boss and you could do whatever payroll or you could figure out what's going on. But what are you doing when it comes to making actual change in the people that you're working for or trying to lead them? Or what is what are the goals that you're putting in, in, in front of yourself? You talked about going to the gym and you're putting those little goals that never stop. Jiu-jitsu never stops, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm a purple belt, but I would imagine once you get a black belt, what I've heard from everybody else is you're starting over, right? Now you're a black belt. Cool. You got your degree to become a doctor in a sense, but now what kind of doctor are you going to be? Now it's the time to start practicing medicine, right? And now you kind of move from there. Uh, And then another cool book that kind of brought me into the tie-in of Jordan Peterson stuff where he talks about happiness and responsibility is uh, another book by, it's by Robert Greene. It's The Daily Laws. And it's a lot, it's 366 meditations of power, seduction, and mastery strategy and human nature. Um, And if you haven't seen, it's really cool is uh, Jordan Peterson actually uh, interviews him on his podcast and it's an awesome episode. Um, I try to get you guys the details on that. But one of the things that I opened up was talking about the voice. Um, And it has a saying from Abraham Maslow and, and it goes by the way to recover the meaning of life and the worthiness of life is to recover the power of experience, to have impulse voices from within and to be able to hear those impulse voices from within. And what he's talking about at Abraham Maslow's, which he calls impulse voices. And he noticed that children know exactly what they would, they like or dislike from an early age. And it's an extremely human and powerful. It's basically kind of the same saying as you might've heard, you know, when you're eight or nine years old or in fifth grade or something like that, what did you want to be? Did you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a firefighter? You know, those are the things that are calling to your inner voice or spirit of who you're supposed to be, right? And if you can tap back into that, um, and I know you have responsibilities, right, that are a little bit different, uh, you have, they're hard. You know, they're hard to leave uh, those responsibilities and pursue something that you're, you know, you're really passionate about. But if you're not planning and setting goals to work on yourself, you're going to be doomed just to work for somebody else, right? And I think that's what we're doing now. We're setting goals. Uh, a couple of friends saying, you know what? Let's read some books. Let's talk some shit. Let's get some other cool people that may be black belts, brown belts in life, right? That can mentor and, and, and help. And whoever's listening to these podcasts or watching these podcasts can maybe take something out like, damn, that's a badass armbar in life. You know what I mean? Maybe I should use that to, to as, a, as a habit. Uh, or maybe I can I can crack this code of the matrix and become more righteous and a better dad or have, you know, a better relationship with my spouse or whatever it may be, you know, so. Yeah, and you said that really well. You know, another way that I heard it put was, um, you know, uh, I mean, as far as like goal setting and the reason, and, you know, and the reason why we're talking about goal setting right now is because we're lack, you know, we, we feel like we can, we have areas to improve on, right. You know, we're projects all in ourselves. I'm constantly trying to work on, on myself and, and one of the areas of opportunity that I identified and that through talking with you is goal setting, proper planning, you know, like we're you just, all these things that we're talking about, these aren't things that we struggled with, you know, but another way of I've heard it described was, um, to piggyback off of what you were saying was, you know, you're either working towards achieving your goals or you're 
working towards helping somebody else achieve theirs, right? Another way, another way of saying that is like you're either the main character in your own story or you're a side character in somebody else's, right? So, what, so do you want to be an NPC character mm. just going through the motions in somebody else's video game, or do you want to be the main character? You I know, like I mean, me personally, me personally, I want to be, um, <laughs> I want to be a main character, right? Bong. That was a, was that, that a, was that a good point? <laughs> hey, my <laughs> goal a, setting is to point. not hit the mic anymore. <clears throat> um, I think uh, uh, Brendan Bruchard he's he made a comment. Um, he said that uh, I gotta find it. I wrote it down. Uh, more or less that that mediocrity. Oh, going through the motions is the killer of high performance. Right, high performance mm-hmm. don't go through the motions. High, high performers don't go through the motions. High performers, people who are in the top 5, 10, 20%, they do things with intention, mm. right? You're doing things because you, you're not, you're not, there's no half measures, right? You're doing, you thought about it ahead of time. You're, you're not just jumping in the water and hoping that you can figure out how to swim. Sometimes you, you have to sub, learn how to subconscious swim. decision yeah. is what you're kind of saying. It's more of a yeah, I mean, thought process. Things, things strategic. hundred percent. It's like walking with purpose. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever, I mean, I remember I had a, I had a personal trainer tell me this like years ago and, uh, I, I was, I was working on my posture and my walk. You just like, it was, uh, on my gate, on my walk. And, and I was asking, I was, I was asking my trainer, like, what, how can I fix my, my gate? So I have a more, you know, and, and they told me just walk with purpose. And, and that kind of like, that stuck out in my mind because I never really thought I, up to that point, I thought that like, well, the way you walk is the way you walk, right? Like, that's just like your mechanics of your body. But, you know, you, you, when they told me that they said, just walk with purpose. I said, well, you mean I can change the way my body moves and like, I know that sounds kind of, it, it sounds very elementary, but I mean, up to that point, like I got what it, the lesson I learned from that was like here, I gave you permission to be the, the architect of your life. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's something that's, that, that little lesson taught me and I can kind of, kind of reapply that. Like you have permission to be the writer, the director, the producer and the actor in your own story mm-hmm. right so so we and that and that's and that all comes down to setting goals because if you're not goal setting like i mean me going to the gym me going to jujitsu i don't i mean a lot of times with everything that i've got going on and, and everything going on in my life being a dad okay that's a busy, that's a busy life. I mean, you're raising another that's human a full-time being. job. That's a full time <laughs> job for sure. Yeah. I got yeah. you. No, 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 and, yeah. and, and having a full-time career and going back to school and, you know, learning and, oh, I want, okay. I'm doing jujitsu. And, but it, even um, in one I of the, started, I started lifting, I started lifting weights again. And, yeah. and, like, and each one of those responsibilities in the middle of it. Right. In in, in 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 each one of those responsibilities, you have to decide what kind of actor you're going to be, like you said, right? So mm-hmm. each one of those masks, are you going to be the main character? Are you going to be the hero? Or are you going to be the villain? 
you mm-hmm. you brought up like the way you walk, which is kind of funny too, because Jordan Peterson in his first book, one of the purpose twelve rules of purpose driven life, or the the you know what is it the the rules for life is to stand up straight with your you know shoulders back kind of thing. And, and in the military, what's the first thing that we learn? We learn how to stand. They fix right. our posture, right? Because that posture itself is not only with you mentally and subconsciously, but it's how everybody else perceives you around the world and, and are not around the world, but whoever, everybody that perceives you or sees you and the way you are walking and, and their first impressions. Right. So you, you never want to waste your ability to make a first impression, but I heard a really good saying too, is, is when it comes to, you know, who you want to be or who you think you are is, is really important too. Um, but I am not who I think I am. I am not who you think I am, but I am who I think you think I am. Mm-hmm. It's pretty deep. You got to understand. So the way that I carry myself is the way and I think of myself is how you think of me. So if I, if I look like a slouch and you think I'm a piece of shit and you start to say stuff and that's what it is, I'm going to, that's going to hit me and I'm going to start thinking about that way. So one of the biggest things is to roll your shoulders back and to, to walk with pride because that actually does something for, uh, for your, the way you think about yourself and, and the way other people start thinking about you, you know what I mean? When they talk about lobsters and if you have, if you haven't read the book, uh, it's a great book by Jordan Peterson, the, you know, 12 rules of life, but they talk about that, that alpha shit and that the lobsters and how they, how they are. And it, it definitely, uh, affects the way you, you attain things and the way you think about yourself for sure. I, I just wanted I to hit that know. real quick when you were talking before, because it was funny that you were hitting that because it was already kind of, it was like a perfect tie-in with uh, Jordan Peterson's thought process too. I think I understood the the lobster reference, but go into detail about that for anybody that doesn't understand so, what you meant. So the lobster stuff too, and they talk about, you know, you talked about dopamine and different um, chemicals, serotonin, oxytocin, and things that you would find in some of Simon Sinek's books uh, on how we uh, gain success and do things and how we are as leaders um, and getting those quick hits of attainment um, and those feelings of pleasure at something that, you know, it's psyche, but through lobsters, um, when, when lobsters and Jordan Peterson are talked about when lobsters would fight um, and they would win, the more that they would win, they would get more dopamine and the higher they would go and they'd get bigger and all that kind of stuff. Like they would get the, the positive chemical emotions that would cause um, the attainment and, and the instantaneous changing of who they were. So they get stronger and stronger. And the more that they won, the less, you know, everybody, all the other lobsters around them. So it's basically a hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. So the way you walk and the way you handle yourself is going to positively affect that growth of a hierarchy of, of your attainment and in your social statuses and all those things that you kind of move up with. Now, please don't quote me because I am not a doctor on any of these kind of things. And I have read those books and some Simon Sinek too. Um, but that's kind of how it plays into uh, what you're talking about. And I'm doing the best that I can to kind of uh, improv of what what that kind of meant in that in that tying of no, that's hundred percent accurate. I, that's why I, I've I've read about that too, and I um I that's why I like I kind of picked up on the reference that you you made. But oh, I just wanted, so it, was, it was a test. So, no, I just wanted you to elaborate. <laughs> no, I, I figured you could elaborate on it a little bit better than you. me, so I can. I was like, shit, um, I remember this. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's a hundred percent accurate because so basically, way was um, to my to my understanding, the lobster's brain actually, I mean, completely changes ph- physiologically. I mean, it's like the physical structure of the brain changes, As almost like almost almost like a um a a, a, a caterpillar. I couldn't remember the word. A caterpillar morphing into a butterfly. They they create a cocoon and they actually turn into a liquid. It's wild. They they turn into a mush and then come out and then it restructures their entire body into a butterfly and they come out something completely different. The lobster's brain more or less completely changes. I'm not gonna say it turns into a, a mushy liquid. I don't know the exact science behind it, but but I mean, you, you've seen. I mean, you, like, there's a difference. I mean, a uh, 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 a beta lobster versus a more, you know, aggressive winning. Yeah, like one looks like king war, crab, one looks like warrior. Yeah, one's delicious, right? right? Dungeness is delicious, but that king crab, right. man, that thing is beefy as shit. <laughs> yeah, the big, big giant lobsters yeah, with the giant man. claws and yeah. all the spikes coming off of it. Like, I mean, th- those are the the ones that those are the dad lobsters that are you know winning winning the battles. And yeah. and you know what it boils down to, like. The ana- mm, no, using no that problem. as an analogy to life <laughs> <laughs> using that as an analogy to life i mean i mean the small wins you know that's that's another um important aspect of goal setting is is short-term goals and so that you can give yourself the short wins you know right. the small wins and celebrate your small wins you know um getting up at you know deciding what time you're going to wake up and getting up at that time and, and achieving whatever goal you, you decided that you set out to do that day, whether it was to get up and read for 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever, or get up, read for 10 minutes, go work out for 30 minutes or go for a walk, um, you know, or having a water drinking goal. I mean, some of these things are a lot easier. I mean, we can cheat. I mean, there's so many different things and tools available to us today that weren't available to us 10 years ago. I mean, like my watch reminds me to stand up, you know, I mean, like I mean, it's just having having a goal, short term goals and small, small wins throughout the day gives you those dopamine hits. Mm-hmm. And and um, it's really easy to get distracted by th- things that will give you dopamine hits like using social media, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, swiping through and, and looking for that next video, that next video, what that is, is it's a dopamine pursuit. But if you're, if you give yourself actual goals to, I notice when I have, when I have a structured planned out day, I'm not using social media. And, and when I'm, when I'm not living a structured life throughout the day and I like, I didn't plan my day out. That's when I find myself swiping on my phone yep. for for hours. I mean, literally turns into hours like of just watching super. I mean, you know, I send you the links and, and you know, it's really easy when somebody sends you a link. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch half it. of those TikTok things because then, <laughs> yeah, it leads you down to this freaking rabbit hole of like, yeah, it's 100%. like you're sitting there and I'm over here about to take a hit. I'm like, <laughs> shoot that shit up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I need some more. Right. So, you, yeah. But what you were saying about too, is like, um, you know, that attainment, that attainment, it, it changes chemically in the lobster's brain, but, and that's why Jordan Peterson, there is a near instantaneous transformation when it comes to the consequence of attainment. Right. So attaining your goals, attaining things, uh, building s- habits is important. Um, I know Jocko Willink and 
uh, a lot of those other guys, they, they talk about those little wins, man. Get up early in the morning and make your bed. If you can make your bed, I mean, that's one win right there. And for the rest of the day, everything starts to kind of snowball into that. And the biggest message that I want with this podcast is, is a couple of things. One is to find a, a, ver- a valued purpose or a, a valued responsibility in that inner calling of what you're supposed to do and accomplish. And hopefully it's fucking bigger than you could ever imagine to where you're like, there's no way I can do that. But I'm telling you right now, you know, going after those things. And we talked about Ryan holidays, you know, the obstacle is the way is another book. Um, you realize life, that's all it is. Life is just a bunch of obstacles to pursue the meaning of what you were, you were created to accomplish. And Jordan Peterson talks about it. And I said it, the last podcast is the word sin is Latin and it's an old archery uh, word that was, you know, what, what, what meant missing the mark, you know, and, and it's, it's, also biblical where sin is missing the mark. You were created to do something, to create something um, uh, for that responsibility. And we also hear in the Bible of, uh, you know, carrying your cross. They say, hey, you know, are you carrying your cross? And that's that responsibility. And that's what it's talking about. And it goes into, you know, narrows the way to go into heaven because people don't pick up their cross and carry it. People don't look at their responsibility and, and fully, fully commit to it regardless of the people that are the naysayers and the ones that are the other crabs in the bucket that don't want you to, to shine. Right. Nelson Mandela has a good saying is, you know, who are you not to shine? So other, other people feel inadequate or for other people don't feel inadequate. You're supposed to be successful. You're supposed to kick some ass and there's nothing wrong with being rich and making a lot of money because then you can give and do things that can help other people. Um, and it kind of sideway goes into, um, you know, I I don't want to say like, okay, cool, man, you're all motivated and you listen to some motivating stuff and then you're going to be able to accomplish everything in the world because, you know, we all have our good days and our bad days. And you talked about those dopamine hits and those distractions, right? So some of the distractions definitely, man, I mean, there's a couple of lies, um, that I think a lot of people that are on YouTube and on these motivational videos, they don't really address. You know, they can talk about it and they can get this music and hype music. And trust me, man, I listen to that shit all the time because that's, that's positive mental programming. But there's a book that another book that I want to talk about a little bit is called the one thing, right? And it's, it's, it's written by Gary Keller with Jay uh, Papasan, but it's extraordinary results. Uh, It's the truth, the surprisingly simple truth behind getting extraordinary results. And in this book, he talks about. Um, there's a couple of different lies to success, six lies being the first one is everything matters equally, right? Second one being multitasking. Third is a disciplined life. Fourth is willpower is always on will call. Five is a balanced life and, and six is big as bad. But, you know, I wanted to talk about how everything matters equally. Um, so what are your, what are your thoughts about looking at planning and goal, goal planning. Um, and how do we, how do we attain or, or how do we think about the ones that are the most important, uh, and which ones matter more than the others? Well, um, um, you know, so, so talking about planning, uh, you, you know, so first you have to set your goals and, you know, the, the most important thing to do is to have a goal and look at them regularly. Right. And, 
so that's that's really that's goal setting 101 the first thing you want to do i mean figure out where you want to be in life you know and there's different types of goals but you know a really good a really good um exercise is to really just say like where do i want to be five years from now or 10 years from now what what and i'm yeah and i and that's that's an that's a good tool is the the you you turn on to this is the the high performance planner you know uh by brendan bruchard and it's based off of the the book of the of the same name right and the high perf- what what is the name of the book the the high performance, high performance uh, habits i think yeah habits yes you know and and he created the high performance planner um that that um you know that you turned me on to you you have a lot more experience with this than i do i just got mine i ordered it on amazon had it had i have amazon prime such, such an amazing tool to have but um you know i got it i got it sent to me same day and i started working on this immediately almost immediately um, that's actually where I was at in the book was like, you know, my life vision. If I could describe my ideal future in a single paragraph, this is how I would describe it. And I described it as if it were already obtained, right? That's how I wrote it down. I am financially secure. My bills are not only paid in full, uh, ahead of time, but I also have money in saving. I have a job. I can work remotely and I have plenty of time to focus on my health and my family. I am happily married to a beautiful woman who adores me as much as I, I do her. I am active in my community and have a tight circle of friends with healthy relationships. I travel with my loved ones at least twice per year. I mean, that's like, that's what I want my life to look wow, like. Wow, you wrote that's, that? Yeah. That's dope. And, I like it, dude. That's like but, I thought. I thought that was shit was written by Brandon Bouchard. <laughs> that's, that's really so. Good. I mean, but but it's like, what do you want your life to look like? And I mean, that's very. I, I didn't get oddly specific with it. You know, I just but what that's what I think based off of that's what I want right now. I think now. that's perfect. You know what I mean? And I know I keep mm-hmm. beating this Jordan Peterson drum, but you know he has a self authoring program that we signed up. And I signed you up for too and gifted to you as well, but we haven't done it. Right. So that's going to have to be a goal that we need to do. But you know what? The first thing that they do is they talk about writing about your past, past, future, and present. Right. Um, What is the worst situation that you could ever imagine being in? Uh, Poor, no job, divorced, kids are shit, whatever. Right. Um, and imagine that that reality comes because you are not going after or pursuing your responsibility and doing those things and that's it. And then it does the same thing where it's like, it, it makes you address it and think about it. Not only think about it, but write it down. Cause I think there's something very powerful when it comes to the act of writing something, because mm-hmm. you're actually creating it into the universe, right? You're writing something. Um, and that's why it's, it's important to journal and note take and do those, those kind of things. And I know everyone's like, Oh, you got a diary or whatever. Right. And this is kind of a diary, right? This is a diary of, of uh, high performance people and how this kind of came, but I, to, to not get off the, the thing with Jordan Peterson, but he has them do the same thing. What's your ideal mm-hmm. vision of the future of what it could be and be specific, the more specific, mm-hmm. the better. And now think of if you don't go after those things to do it, uh, you're going to be the opposite, the thing that you feared the most. And 
And in doing so, and having these people write these things on the self-authoring program, like I think it was something like 40% of the people did better in college and grades and all that kind of stuff. And that's, that's a huge thing. So when we talk about these books, uh, we talk about how great uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime is to be able to get some of these things that we talk about. If you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, if anything that you take from this is that uh, write down some of these books and check them out. Or better yet, just go into YouTube and you can actually do a quick. And a lot of these books have like a 10 minute, what's the main principles behind it, right? And then you can just go a lot of times it's by the author. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's another uh, guy. You mentioned, uh, you, you, yeah. you mentioned making your bed earlier uh, by, uh, that was a book by Admiral McRaven. Uh, yep. McRaven. And he was yeah, in, he, he was, was an admiral guy. in the, in the Navy. And yeah, he, he's that guy he, that did that speech. Yeah, he did a speech at, yeah. at a college. I, I believe it was his alma mater uh, in Texas A&M. I believe I could be wrong. It was Texas. It was one of the Texas colleges. And um, he was doing a speech there. And it was the name of the speech was Make Your Bed. And mm. the book that he wrote was based off of that speech. But you can go online and watch the speech. Um and it's very, I mean, it, it's just him breaking down the story of like the importance of getting up in the morning and making your bed. And I mean, I was just saying that because based off of what you were just saying, like you can find pretty much anything for free on the internet. If you're not a reader, I'm not a reader. I, I honestly, before the age of 30, I think I read two books, you know, and I'm 35 and I'm not that much, I'm not that beyond you know, that, that number, um, as far as sitting down and physically reading, sometimes I'm just not that good at digesting information. I know a lot of people are like me where they, they, they just, the reading comprehension isn't at the same level as the listening comprehension, you know? So oftentimes I listen to an audiobook and I take notes and I, you know, and I analyze it and then I go and I research the things that they are talking about. And that works for me. Some mm -hmm. people have to read. You know, you don't have um, to read like we we're talking about the book with Ry Robert Greene was saying, you know what you like and dislike as a kid. Mm -hmm. You know how when you can start learning how you learn and figuring those things out that motivate you, you don't have to be, you know, a guy with glasses that read books all day because it, it might not be practical. But our ability to, to digest podcast stuff on Spotify when we're doing the dishes or working out or whatever else, this is what I do. I mean, that's all I pretty much know. Yeah. Like most of the stuff, like I'll watch movies and things like that. And it is fun. Uh, to get a little bit of dopamine hits and then, but, it, but most of the time it's because I want to have that relation connection and spend a little bit of time with my wife where I'm not, you know, in a book or listening to something that she thinks is kind of nerdy. Um, you know, I'm like nerding out on stuff, but, but to be able to spend, uh, have those other ways of digesting information with, with audio, uh, audio books and all that kind of stuff is important. So again, like Andrew hit it on the, the nail on the head where he talked about that speech and those things. You should be writing that down. Uh, you said it was Admiral mm -hmm. who? Admiral McRaven. He was an admiral in the in the U.S. United States. I think he was a Navy SEAL or something too, right? I'm pretty sure he was. He like was. That, that right? was the so. that was the premise behind the story. Was his uh, experience? Well, I missed the book. I, I don't remember everything about this the speech itself. I'm pretty sure he he does hit on being a Navy SEAL, but the, in the book he goes into great detail about his experience in um in mm -hmm. buds training. And yeah. I think that's like, I think that's like the meat and potatoes of the book is like his, it, the lessons learned in buds training, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and he goes into great detail about, you know, being sugar cookie. What is it? What is a sugar cookie? If you're not, well, we know about it knows. in the Marine Corps, man. Tell me. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so by any non-military personnel listening, 
Um, you know, being a sugar cookie is when you go you out into the ocean and then you come out of the ocean drenched, dripping wet, and then you roll around in the sand and, and, and then you still have to continue doing your physical training and you're covered in sand. And so our, ours was different. They would, put sun, they would put sunscreen on us and put it in the IT pit. <laughs> so we're, we're got sunscreen yeah. just lathered all over us. And it's the same way, man, you get in there and it's even worse uh, because that shit is not going anywhere. Sunscreen's not going anywhere. So that's same yeah. shit. And yeah. this shit's yeah, it sucks, man. It's oil based. Yeah. Not only that, but I you're getting that put- shit back into your, your to your room and stuff, and you hit inspections, and then it's in your armpit, and you know you're chafing and all that other stuff. So, yeah, yeah, and the indoctrination. I mean, it's you know mm. the, the the hazing process, but it's good for it's good for you know. I mean, you, you suffering, suffering. There's something about suffrage that that makes you appreciate things a lot more mm-hmm. right when you have to work for it you know so so the whole hazing process of the military and the indoctrination of all the different military branches it, it definitely creates a sense of pride once you get to the other side right once you get there so yeah it, when you're attainment you hit the oxytocin but the serotonin comes when you have suffering together right so you have the dopamine hit it's the quick attainment uh, and if you guys want to hear more about this, and I hope I'm not saying them all wrong, but Simon Sinek was the perfect guy. He has a couple of books, you know, starting with start with why, uh, but then he also has another book called uh, Leaders Eat Last, where he's basically taking the military mindset and with the Marine Corps and how in the Marine Corps we have a culture of, you know, the leaders eat last. All of our junior Marines are going to eat first, and the leader is going to eat last. And if the leader is a good leader, you know, those those his men are going to give them you know, him a portion of their food so that he can eat as well. But um, serotonin and oxytocin are those, those are those team building and really powerful chemical emotions that go on in the brain, but you're only attaining that through brotherhood, right? So that's one of the reasons why it's important to have friends that you can rely on and and get through some shit together, right? Is that kind of what you're addressing? Like, Right. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm getting a phone call right now. No worries. So I'm going to go into this high performance planner real quick. Um, you want to just throw yourself on mute real quick. I'll hit this up real quick. So this high performance planner, I, I learned about this a while ago from um, my obsession with YouTube and podcasts and all those other things. And there's a man by the name of Tom Bellew and his, his podcast uh, videos on YouTube is called impact theory. And if uh, you haven't checked out impact theory, it's probably to me on par with Joe Rogan. Um, as far as the people that they put on the show in order to kind of, uh, talk about different topics, but Tom Bellew's whole thing is, you know, he looks at the matrix. He's trying to pull everybody out of the matrix and he's trying to put people, uh, and we're kind of mirroring the same thing as, you know, books, people and things that can pull people out of the matrix and to live a better life. But he had uh, Brendan Burchard on and he got to go over the high performance planner. And what this planner actually does is I'll, I'll move this, my, uh, move this a little bit so you can see a little bit better. And uh, I just did it again. I hit the freaking thing. Um, but it has not only your planning stuff, but it has throughout the day, all kinds of different things that you write to yourself in the beginning of the day and the end of the day. Um, for instance, uh, the morning mindset, one, the number one is the one thing I can get excited about today is, and number two is if one word could describe the kind of person I want to be today, then that word is, and you, you know, I said, Hey, productive, because I need to get 
uh, the passion of accomplishment into tangible accomplishments, right? So, but at the end of the day, if you kind of look at this, it, it basically goes into judging yourself on clarity, energy, necessity, productivity, influence, and courage. And at the end of the week, you go into an actual assessment of a bigger life uh, attainment. And it goes into like weekly life review and you score yourself on health, mental emotion, your partner and love life, family, friends, mission, experience, spirit, finance, learning. And, and basically you do a weekly review of high performance habits. So why I think this is important and better than a lot of other planning books and goal books and stuff like that is it's actually not only like all the intangible things that come with his book, but it's tangible to how you're going to use it as a tool and force you to do some journaling and some writing and to really reflect on what things are important, not just what kind of car I drive, what am I going to do? Am I going to eat tomorrow or whatever, right? These are things like, Hey, what's my friendships like? How can I be a better friend? Who should I reach out to in order to, to, to mend a friendship? Um, how can I improve my spiritual life? You know what I mean? And, and those things are awesome because you can be real and actually make progression. It's almost like working out. Andrew, you just said you're going back to the gym you go back to the gym and you don't have a plan of what you're going to do. You're all over the fucking place. You're looking in 100%. the mirror. You're going to get some water. You're fucking putting some weights on there. You're sitting down, seeing if a girl's looking, getting back up. Like you just lifted 315. You didn't do shit. You put the weights back. Right. Um, but when yeah, you no, it gets, plan, it, it gets really, it gets really, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, it gets really, um, uh, specific i mean just like i ha i plan to go and work out okay well like then if you don't have a specific plan on what days you're going then you're just sporadically going you look back at the, the last week and you say wait a minute I, di I didn't i didn't i did legs that day and then i did arms right. the other day and then i did legs again well, I didn't did do you chest, even do the do sets folders. right yep you don't right. even know right. but if you're well, journaling everything you can see that so these little aspects are like Hey, they, they were twos and threes out of five. Now they're getting better. So it's mm -hmm. a, it's your ability to focus. It's like a compass on steering what is important. And sometimes those goals that I'm talking about, and I want people to really understand is this, this episode that we're talking about, I, I don't want you to be like, okay, here's a systematic approach to planning. And here's how I put sticky notes on my wall and shit like that. This, I mean, that's good. You talked about your goal, putting it on your mirror, kind of like Rocky and shit, right? You put your, what you want to attain. You want to be a champion. You want to beat about Apollo Creed or whatever it is, but this is your ability to look at, um, you, those internal things, right? Those, 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 uh, character development, courage and those things like that. So, yeah. Is that what you were going to kind of, kind of getting into um, gym? Yeah. Gym I, stuff, I, I, right? Oh, so as far as the gym goes, yeah. And, and I mean, it gets even more specific than that because there's been times where I've like, not only like at the end of my week, I look back and say, well, I didn't really work out as much as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, why is that? It's because I didn't plan properly for it. Right. And so that, that was, that was what I was going to get into uh, with the, the goals, you know, like, I mean, you have to have your goal. You have to figure out where you want. That's where I started talking about with the journal figure out where you want to be in life. And then based off of where you want to be in life, you can break that down into like, what do I need to do 
to become that person or mm-hmm. be at that place in life where I see myself five or 10 years from now. And that's how I develop my goals, you know, and, you know, I, well, I want to be healthier. I want to have a long more, I want to have a longer life, longer longevity, but I, I don't want to just have a long life and be unhealthy and have bad mobility and bad knees, bad back, bad neck, you know, and not be able to get up out of bed. I want to have a long life and ha- still be youthful. So what do I have to do to achieve that? Well, I, my, my fitness goals have to involve, you know, I, they have to involve all the things that go into mobility. I have to do mobility training. I have to do weight training. I have to, you know, I have to work on the things that I want to have long-term. And I have to focus on them. And so I develop my goals and then I put them in front of me and I look at them and you have to have a process. So like you, you don't, you want to, you don't want to leave your development to randomness because then you end up not achieving your goals or you end up frustrated or you say, oh, it's not working, but it gets even more specific than that. And it's not just, oh, plan your week. It's also plan your day. You know, I go to the, there's, I can't tell you how many times I showed up to the gym to do chest. And then I'm sitting there wasting time at the gym, looking up chest workouts because I did not plan properly. Right. And it's like, you know, going to the gym. If it, So, so now what I try to do is the day before, if I know I'm doing a chest workout the next day, then I am deciding the day before what chest work exercises I want to do. If I'm doing legs, I, I decide the day before. So I'm thinking about it. I'm internalizing it. I have it written down. So when I get there, I already know how to do the motion, what motion I'm doing. If I've never done the workout, the specific workout before, I know how to do it because I've watched a video and I've watched people who are experts in this particular area on how to do that thing. So, you know, and that's a trial and error thing. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been to the gym and wasted time sitting on the bench, looking up exercises on different, different ways to work out my arms or my back or my shoulders or my chest. Um, but yeah, I mean, so have your goals, put them, look at them regularly, put them in front of you and then have a process for how you're going to get there. So like, that's where the, really like the planning process and have a time. That's another important thing is have a time for planning because not a lot of people fall short on the planning process. If you don't have a predetermined time set for when you're going to plan your, your work, then you're you're probably not going to you're going to fall off right and you know what a a common a common phrase that i think a lot of people have heard if you know you fail to plan then you plan to fail so you you have to plan to plan you have to have a set day you know for some people if you work on monday through friday maybe saturdays or sundays yeah you you got a meal prep right i mean you're going to meal prep your meals or i mean you have to plan your, you know, your finances, you have to plan your workout schedule. You have to plan your family time. You have to plan, uh, around your work schedule, right? You know, the, you have, you have the constants, you have a work schedule. For most people, you have a work schedule that you're going through and you know, well, on this day, this day, this day, this day, this is when I'm, I'm blocked out that, that time. But then you, you have to plan your relationships, 
you know, I, I, like, when are you going to spend time with your significant other if you have mm-hmm. one? When are you going to spend time with your friends? You know, I mean, so it reminds me of the book Planet. I was going to say, if you don't plan your social time, then you, you know, you could end up playing video games for 12 hours. Right. You know, and I mean, that's fine every once in a while. But if, I mean, there's been points in my life where I've played video games for 12 hours. I mean, but other areas of my life started to be neglected because I wasn't, that was, that was a, an unplanned event. <clears throat> Right. Jordan Peterson talks about there's nothing wrong with playing video games and rewarding yourself. Right. He has a video that talks about it. He's like, you know, set up, set up something to attain and don't be, you know, don't be a dictator to yourself. That's what he says. It's mm-hmm. like you need to reward yourself. You need to do the Pomeroto method where it's, you know, you study for 45 minutes and you take a break for five minutes and you do four reps of that. Right. It's just like working out. You know, you do one workout, one workout, you know, minute of rest or whatever, and you do some sets and then you walk away five minute rest. And that's uh, Pomeretto, uh, um, the Pomeretto uh, principle or a way of doing it is that, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he talks about like Tim Ferriss is, is a really good author too. He's got a, a book called The Four Hour Work Week where he was able to, to hack and strategize ways of doing everything so he could have nothing but free time. He would just outsource all of his work to people in India and stuff like that, that were doing like master degree level, uh, you know, work and stuff. And that's awesome. So if you can't hack that kind of shit, and that's why I brought up uh, Tom Bellew's impact theory is he brings those people um, like Rob Diedrich uh, from fantasy factory and Robin big. And if you think that guy's just a skateboarder and he just jumps around and does all that stuff and does uh, ridiculousness or whatever that show is that dude, Rob Diedrich, uh, if you haven't seen the episode, uh, he goes on to impact theory, look it up. I mean, he is absolutely hacking and taking all the data to figure out what's his best time, optimal time to wake up. What does he eat for breakfast? And he's charting all this shit on data and everything. And then he makes those decisions based upon the most high performance he can do. Right. And he puts that into play. And that's why he has extra time to do all these extra things. So this is the science behind the tools. Right. So your your tools are the weights to work out. Right. We'll put this in a concept. We'll bridge this concept abstractly. But and then you look at uh, this this planner is your work, your workout planner, right? Is it's showing the history of what you're doing. Uh, it's putting some actual thought process behind getting those gains. But what we're talking about, these intangible things is the science behind sports medicine. It's the science behind nutrition. It's the science behind getting the most out of those workouts. These are the, the intellectual things that we're talking about that if you're not doing this or you're not reading this, please, um, the biggest message of this podcast is to look up those YouTube videos and you don't even have to read it. You can just hit 10 minutes and these things are going to spark a fire and they're going to get you to start attaining true, uh, true goal attainment. And then what, what Andrew is talking about, being able to write what you want and understanding what you want is huge when it comes to, hey, now I have a target. Now I know what to aim for and I'm going to fuck it every day. I'm going to tear some shit up and get motivated. And then you can, you can use these videos things to just snowball it. And that's, you talk to anybody that's highly successful or an entrepreneur are probably going to say the same thing. It's kind of cliche, but this is, this is how you do it. This is how you become righteous, successful and a badass, right? Um, and, and you know, you got to do it together. You got to have friends. You got to have people, you know, I want, you know, Andrew is one of my, 
uh, guys that I tell, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm writing a book. I'm writing fucking three books right now. You know what I mean? If you guys don't know. And I like to tell the people that I don't think we're going to be, um, positive about it. I like to tell the people that I think might hate on it. I'll, you know what I mean? Because that's going to cause me to go, I don't want them to say, Oh, he's, he's just talking shit. He's not actually going to do it. Sometimes it's good to tell us the naysayers about the people that don't want you to succeed. You know what I mean? Because it's going to light that fire, man. Um, so definitely Andrew's one of those guys that I'm like, Hey, I'm doing this. And then I'm a squirrel. So we'll see if I'm good at starting shit, but, uh, we'll see if I actually, actually are able to complete all these things, but that's a part of this podcast. Why we jumped into it so quick without having everything perfect was like, bro, we can talk about some shit, but action, action is the most important thing. And, uh, gets me on the side for like another guy that you got to listen to another one. So get your pencil ready. Jim Rohn. If you haven't watched Jim Rohn or Les Brown, both of those uh, are wonderful people, but Jim Rohn talks about action right? Every day. Um, and you talked about it to, to attain goals, you have to better yourself. And Jim Rohn talks about this. Why couldn't you increase your skills tenfold? If you want to be paid 10 times more money and make more money, guess what you need to do? You need to make yourself 10 times more valuable in the organization that you're at. So you need to start with yourself, right? And then Simon Sinek talks, you need to start with why. So let's think about those three things when we're talking about attaining our goal or setting up goals is sometimes you have to put in the work. Jocko Willink, David Goggins, all those guys, if you're not getting up in the morning and, and fucking crushing souls, you're probably not going to ever get 10 times the pay. You're never going to drive a Lamborghini. If you're not willing to suffer um, and delay gratification, if you're not able to do those things and have the discipline that takes, bro, you're probably not going to do it and you're just talking shit. So um, I think it's awesome that I was able to inspire Andrew a little bit to do the same thing and think, hey, man, because military, it's real easy to be motivated and inspired because you're force motivated. Um, but for civilians, and, and, and these are the people that we want to reach is the dads out there that are in their thirties and forties that are like, what the fuck is my mission? I'm, I'm trapped with three kids, a job, you know what I mean? What can I do, uh, to make myself have true happiness? And th these are the things and the resources that we're trying to push out to you in some of these books, um, in order to like go on Amazon, quickly buy them up, uh, or listen to them on, a, on, on audio, uh, while you're driving to work and start working on yourself. Yeah, I think we named about 10 different books so far this this podcast. But and but you know, one thing Here's you, here's you my question to you. Let's recap them. Do you do you know which ones which ones I did not about? write them all down. Uh, all right, we so, thought, the... <laughs> so, so go ahead. All right, so the first one again is uh well, this is the second one, but uh Jordan Peterson Beyond Order, the first ones are the 12 rules of life. This is 12 more rules of life. Uh this gets a lot deeper. The the first book is white and it's the 12 rules of life. So if you see it on Amazon, you need to pick up the first one, read it. Um, because I mean, it's like everything in there is, 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 is awesome. The second book that, uh, we kind of discussed, which is, it's a little bit different, but, um, if, if those of you guys ever, uh, read the 40 laws of power by Robert green, which this guy actually made a book with 50 cent 
as well, which was kind of cool, the rapper. So, um, but, and that's because a lot of rappers and people that grew up in the mean streets kind of went over the 40 laws of power. Um, but this one is the, the daily laws, which goes into like all three of his books that kind of mix it together. And another good one, and it's a little bit of an easier read is, is the one thing. And the one thing is basically focusing on, and it, and it goes over and over again, it's, is basically stacking the dominoes to that goal, that, that big value goal in which you want to attain and being able to stack those dominoes backwards. And it talks about the one thing. So what is the one thing I can do today that in doing so will make this happen easier? And it stacks all the way down, right? So we have a, a 10-year plan, five-year plan. Uh, you know, Tony Robbins always discussed, hey, everybody underestimates, you know, or overestimates what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in five years. So having those plans and that vision board is good, um, but it's always asking yourself and prioritizing what's the one thing that's most important. What's the one thing that I can do today that in doing so would make me and my wife have a better marriage? And, and if that's important to you because you used this high performance planner right? Which is only about, I think you can get a year worth. There's six of these. Each one is for two months. I think it's like $25. You can't get a better deal for a planner. You know what I mean? For $25 on Amazon. Um, the value those- that you get out of that, that you're going to get out of this planner is far beyond the cost of the planner itself. I mean, it's a 60 day planner. Um, it, what's interesting about it is that the, it, it, the price changes based on, on the color. Did, did, mm. did you notice that? So you should get <laughs> the, the pack. I get the pack. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. what I do is I, I share this with people and I just give them away. I let, like I was in an advanced course for my military and in my, my big speech was, Hey, I, I handed these out and I wanted to talk about these planners. And I said, you know what? I want you guys they all pick the colors and shit. And I said, okay, now I want you to, to, to tell me your favorite color and your power animal. Right. And I kind of tied it into it. Like, you know, I had the red one and I was like fucking red squirrel. You know what I mean? And like, now if you don't do this and you don't actually do the planner every day, you're letting down that fucking power animal. Right. And it, it was funny because I had a guy that had an orange one and he's like orange tiger and shit. I'm like, it was all, it was like I was hypnotizing and shit, but Right. But yeah, the high performance planner by Brendan Burchard. Um, he's also on Impact Theory, so you guys should check out that video. And it's it's definitely worth the money. Um, at well, at the time of this recording, the uh, the multi pack was sold out on Amazon. But you know, you can get uh, the black one and the green one for some reason are the cheaper of the of the like they have like five different colors. They have blue, yellow, um, orange, red, orange, green, green. and black. Yep. And black. Yeah. And, and, uh, All the colors red, of the Power Rangers. <laughs> red was like nine, red was like $90 or something like that. Like it must be in a high demand, but, um, red, it's a was power very, color, brother. Yeah. Yeah. The power colors were definitely the higher. Green was the cheapest. It was like $22. Black mm. was $25, something. But, uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that they, that the, they had different prices, but it might um, be coming from not, different sub, sub sources, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, it looks like it was all coming from the same store, but um, but you, you're probably right because Amazon is a little funny about that. They have different sellers and so on. But you know, I mean, things. I mean, we've been spending a lot of time talking about this, but this is this is my new this is the new uh, flavor for me. I mean, I'm really excited. I don't think I've ever been more excited about something than I am about this planner because I know, like, the, I just looking at it and 
reading it and researching it, watching the impact theory uh, with Brendan Burchard. I mean, it's, it's, I've, I've never been so hyped about something. So, I mean, it seems trivial, like planning your week seems trivial. Planning your day seems trivial. Journaling seems trivial, but like all this, this tool right here, I mean, it, it just, it has at the beginning of it, it has a whole life assessment and it's, it's broken down into different categories, health, mental and emotional, uh, partnership and love, family, friends, mission, experiences, spirituality, finances, and learning. And you rate yourself where you're currently at on each one of those things. And, and, you know, you may not, these are things that you're not necessarily focused on and putting intentional effort into. So that, I mean, and, and you know, you're, 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 once you rate yourself and you have to I can look guarantee at it, a hundred percent, you can't put a hundred percent focus in any one of them. So we talked about what really right. matters is like, that's why the assessment's so important on every week and every day is because you need, you might need to readjust, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're off target. You need to adjust fire and then fire again. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But this is just a tool, you know, and I'm really excited. I don't know. I'm like, like I said, I don't think I've ever been more excited about like getting a book or a planner or anything. I, I've bought planners throughout the years. I mean, actually there's one, hold on, let me grab it. So those of you guys listening, the hardest part of this planner, I will say right now, the hardest part of this planner is actually, uh, is actually doing it every day. Cause you know, you'll, you'll get sidetracked. And if you don't continue to do it every day, that's the hard thing in discipline. And I'm not by any means perfect. I've got probably a couple of these planners that are half filled out. You know what I mean? But it does like what Andrew is saying is it, it forces you to take time at night to answer questions for you to be able to reflect on what happened and what was important and then think about what's important the next day. And the biggest times are at night and in the morning, right? And now it sets the tone for everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this, so like, honestly, like this tool is like something that I was unconsciously looking for a long time ago. So this is a journal, not like a, a planner that I bought. And I bought this in 2016 and I was trying to use this to set. Uh, so I, I wrote down my physical goals, my professional goals, my intellectual goals, my financial goals, my adventures goals. So, um, and more financial goals. So I wrote down what my goals were and I dated it. It's a November 6, 2016. And, you know, I wrote down what's your dream. I don't know where I was getting this information from at the time, but I mean, it's all good stuff. Super similar. Yeah. I mean, it's all good stuff. I mean, 12 categories, physical, emotional, material, intellectual, spiritual, uh, psychological, professional, financial, creative, adventure, character. Like, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if I got this from Brandon Burchard back in 2006. It's it's probably one because this is all... this, and this, was, and this was me. Yeah. This was me trying to create a tool like this from something that has blank pages. And you see how far I got in this. I found this the other day and I thought I I just thought this was hilarious. Well, the high performance the, planner is all research based on all these, you know, big CEOs and executives and the things that are the most important and how they become successful, man. Because mm-hmm. you know, so but I can't be the only person that has bought a planner. 
and and the planner, you know, you start off. This is the, what this is what I call good intentions. I started off with great intentions, all the greatest intentions in the world, and I literally never used it again. And it's been sitting on a shelf. And I've moved this thing to I think two two or three different homes over the years, and you know, it just did. I never got anywhere with it because it wasn't it wasn't structured, right? It wasn't it wasn't this, and so like this. I mean, un- unintentionally, this is what I was, or unconsciously, this is the type of planner that I was looking for. So I think that's why I'm, I'm like nerding out on it right now. And, you know, with that being the topic of our podcast, it's just perfect timing. I mean, I think we decided well, to do this podcast because- What's cool is now is you're that. nerding out to it. And and also now we can be accountability partners as part of like, hey man, what was your scores this week, bro? Right. You know, right. you got to start it on that and be like, oh shit, man, Brian is asking me my scores and I didn't even finish my shit. And you, you know what I mean? You might, but that's, that, I mean, that, that'd be a cool thing to do. I mean, and then maybe for the listeners and viewers too, man, like if you guys think this is good stuff and and you actually buy the high performance planner, I would would love for you guys to, to leave your comments in the channel and for anything, any comments, anything that we're doing good, anything that we can do better. Um, Cause this is something that we're trying to work and build and, and really what it is is not to be famous or make money, but to give you these resources and these tools and some of them, like, I'm not a guru, but I mean, I'm like a half guru. Like I, I still got to go into completion on some of the things, but I am very passionate and I'm a squirrel and I'm chasing all these other weird nuts up these trees that are like these universal laws and practices and things that kind of been echoed throughout time to make people successful. And it's funny because especially with stoicism, you know, all these things have already been talked about. All of these things, you know, biblical stuff and these laws are all the same. And and if we could push this out and be a beacon uh, to be able to, I think you address like a thermostat to change the temperature of people in the room and definitely within ourselves to be better people. I think it's going to not only help uh, the nation, but it's going to help the world, man. Like, and this is what we're trying to do here at the Righteous Dad podcast. Um is there any other closing remarks? We're at about one eighteen, yeah. right? One eighteen right now, and I want to kind of keep it up uh, or keep it because I got some dad responsibilities as well, and the kids. Uh, we might go grab some dinner, but yeah, yeah. Man. I just wanted, I just wanted to close. Um, I mean, I wanted to leave it with you know, obviously, we, we talked about some tools for for goal setting and planning. Um, we mentioned briefly, you know, the importance of having a space. Um, having a time, having a time of day set to plan your, make your plan and having a space that you do it. So like, for me, it's my office that I have, and this is, this is, this is like not a fun zone for me. I don't have a television in here. I don't, I try not to get on social media when I'm in here. You know, this is my space where I'm trying, this is my productivity space, right? So I have a new dinosaur. Yeah. I'm trying to take yeah, the DNA out of the fucking. <laughs> yeah. So and, and having a time set for planning, have having a place, a safe place for planning where it's like distraction free. Right. Um, you know, vi- you know, having your goals, setting your goals, keeping them in front of you, uh, visualize yourself achieving your goals regularly I mean, that's huge. I think a lot of people shortchange themselves on that. Brendan Burchard hits on that a lot in the impact theory episode that you mentioned. Um, also visualizing the things that you're going to struggle with throughout the day. 
um, when you're when you're going to work, if you have somebody that you don't get along with very well, you know, visualize uh, dealing with that person and how how will you deal with that problem or that person or that that situation? You know, that's one of the Visual questions, right? Um, it, Number four, a situation so. that can stress me out or trip me up today could be right. And I put becoming scatterbrained and overwhelmed with all the tasks that I set and my expectations. Yeah. And, 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 and then like, just have a process. So like what this, this journal is, it's a, it's a tool for having a process, right? So, and it gives you an, uh, an opportunity to assess yourself. And that's the hardest thing for a lot of people to do is to cut themselves open and look at, at, you know, where are they falling short? Where can they do better? What can they improve on? And, uh, so I definitely, I mean, this is where we're talking about this a lot because it's a tool that we're currently using. It's a tool that Brian's used and he turned me onto it and I'm, I'm going to be using this very, very regularly. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, your life is your conscious design. So it's, it's all about what you make of it and you have permission. I'm giving, if you're listening to my voice right now, you have, I'm giving you permission to to be the architect of your life be the writer be the director the producer and the main character of your of your own story you know don't fall into the trap of being an npc character and it's kind of like an ongoing joke that elon musk makes you know being an npc character in somebody else's video game i mean but that that has a lot of um i mean i think everybody knows somebody or runs into somebody throughout the day where you could point out and say you're you're an npc character you're just going through the motions, you know, and, the, and what that means is that person doesn't have, doesn't have goals. You know, if you, everybody knows somebody that or ran into somebody throughout the day today or yesterday, that's just going through the motions and they don't have goals. They don't have something that they're working towards. And I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you can help them, you know, but you got to fix yourself first and be the better, be the, be the better person, be the person of, of, of change. Right. So, so I think you said a good, like, Hey, don't be that NPC player. This is your script. So get online, go on to Amazon, get this high performance planner, flip the script. This is your script, your producer, script director, how, how Andrew was ta talking about it. But Hey, I wanted to just recap real quick. Talked about goals and happiness uh, in relation to our responsibilities. So if you liked what you do this, I'm going to put a responsibility on you guys. It's a little call to action. Make sure that you hit that like button, subscribe, Please follow us on Spotify. Tell your friends, anybody that you think that could benefit, even if you don't want to do everything and use this high performance planner, but just sharing it uh, for other people to become more successful is, is awesome. So we uh, challenge you guys to do the same thing. Check it out. Please uh, go back into the episode and write down some of the other books uh, that we're talking about and some of the other podcasts. And hopefully these things can help you become better and help you with your life. I want to thank you again for spending some time listening to us. Hey, this is a, a thing that we're going to get better at and we need your help. So please, again, leave some comments down on the YouTube channel, like, share, uh, and let's continue to grow this podcast in this community. Uh, check out episode one with Doc Soto and check out what they're doing at My Veteran Passion. Again, I want to thank my real good friend, Andrew Pratt, uh, for you know being with me today and taking his time. I know it's different over there and just kicking ass. Um, and I look forward to the next episode. Uh, and I want to thank you guys again. Till next time, Righteous Dad Podcast, signing out.